Joining us in the studio from the town of Collingwood, we say hello to our arts and culture coordinator, Tanya Mazik. Good to have you back in the studio, Tanya. Oh, it's great to be here. Uh, how are things going in the PRC? Well, they're going well. Busy. Yeah. Uh, lots happening. And uh, yeah, it's fun and exciting. So many great things coming up uh, this summer. We'll have lots of time to talk about that. But right now, uh, we want to talk about something that I, I think is a first for Collingwood. Uh, and that is uh, we've recently announced a Town Poet Laureate. Yes, we have. And I'm excited that uh, our new and our first Poet Laureate here is uh, with us today, Day Merrill. And Day is really the ideal person to take on this role. She'll be in it for two years. Uh, Day is a lifelong advocate for poetry. She's been studying and writing poetry Mm -hmm. for many, many years, uh, since a teenager, I believe. She's given workshops locally in the community on poetry and playing around with words and um, has been uh, reading and writing poetry for community events and family occasions for many years. So, And that all combined with her real true passion for poetry makes her an ideal person for this role. So I'm really excited about it. What does a poet laureate do? So a poet laureate is really someone who will be a champion for poetry in the community, a real uh, advocate for poetry, um, help shine a light on the art form in the community. Um, If you look at Collingwood, uh, theater and music and visual arts are really at the forefront currently in the arts community. And poetry and the spoken word are a little bit hidden right Mm. now. And so having a poet laureate seemed like the ideal way to Uh, bring some profile to that part of our community and really raise up poetry. Well, Dame Merrill, congratulations and welcome to the Peak FM Studios. I think my first time to interview a Poet Laureate. Thanks, John. Uh, Congratulations. And and, uh, what made you decide to put your name forward for this? It was a competition that you had to win. Um, It was, and it's interesting. It actually started a couple of years ago. I was walking down the street by the waterfront. We turned the corner. I looked down here on Ontario Street uh, with my husband and dog and said, you know what, Collingwood should have a Poet Laureate. I'd like to be... I'd like to be Collingwood's first poet laureate. So, you know, it's like I ordered the pizza and two years later it got delivered. <laughs> that is fantastic. Now, uh, you certainly have a passion for words and for poetry. Where did that all start? Well, my mom was an English teacher, and I majored in English and education. My first career was teaching English, and I always saw my role as a teacher uh, to help kids understand that language and reading and writing was something that they got to do, not something that they had to do. Mm. So as a dedicated word nerd, um, that I've continued that all my life. <laughs> what are some of the things that you have? Do you have an agenda f- for being a poet laureate? What do you have planned for Collingwood in terms of you know, expounding the virtues of, of poetry and spoken word? So one of the things I had to do as part of the application was to put forward a vision. Okay. So it, it's really five pieces to that. One is to make poetry visible by getting it out in the public eye. So one of the things we'll start seeing is poetry popping up uh, in in unexpected places and and really looking to establish our brand as Calling Word, which is the name of our webpage. That's clever. Um, I also want to get poetry out to people. I I always say liberating it from the the bookshelves and the libraries, Mm -hmm. uh, making it accessible to other people, um, and linking it with other arts, as Tanya said, uh, tying it into other arts with which people may be more familiar. Um, having it become personal, giving people a chance to write poetry, it's often a scary form for, for people. But if you're game, we've got a, a little exercise that we can we can do today on All that. right. 
I'll give it a go. Okay. So um, if you're not familiar with haiku, it's a Japanese poetry form that's very simple. The first line is five lines. Right. The second, uh, five syllables. Excuse five me. syllables. The second is seven, and the third is five again. Okay. And usually there's something seasonal and a bit of a surprise. So this morning I wrote a haiku based on the fact that last night when I was going to bed at almost 10 o'clock, it was still almost a little light out there. And I started thinking about the solstice and how in the summer we, you know, after June 21st, the days start getting shorter again, but we compensate by saying, well, yeah, but summer's still ahead. And in the winter, it's getting colder in December, but we say, well, but at least the days are getting longer. Right. So I started thinking about that and woke up this morning with this haiku uh, in my mind. So I brought it this morning. Okay. It's called Compensation. Every six months... Light and temperature dance the solstice trade-off. <laughs> oh, so good. very simple. Yeah. So um, if you'd like to try a haiku, all right. Uh, I have some haiku buttons here. Haiku buttons. Haiku buttons. These are five-syllable buttons. Okay. These are seven-syllable buttons. Oh. So take, take, um, and you can look, or you can just randomly take two of these and two. one of those. Randomly take. Take two of those and put. Yeah, and put the five syllables on the top and the bottom. Okay. And the lengthier one in the middle. Lengthier one in the middle. All right. Okay, and read what you've got. (laughs) Spot it and stop it. Don't you know I have a life? Murderous puppies. Oh, my. Dark. Yes, very dark. Dark. Very dark. But there you go. You've just created a haiku. That is so fun. Wow. Uh, Why is it that poetry seems to be... Uh, for the for the for the public, why are we nervous about poetry? Why does it seem that we're under the gun when we're asked to come up with poetry? I think a lot of us were um, kind of strapped into school desks where we were told that poetry was something that was from the past and it had to rhyme and it had to have all of these kind of highfalutin words, as opposed to simply being a very um, economic form of of communicating something. Mm. And and I think one of the things that started to happen uh, is that people have realized that, that language is something that you can play with. And to a large extent, I credit um, rap music with starting to bring forward the spoken word. Right. And, and as people started listening to rap, which much of which is not accompanied by melody, they started understanding the power that words in a tight form uh, can produce. Fantastic. If folks want to avail themselves of our Collingwood Poet Laureate, what what can you offer them? Where, where can they reach you? How does it work? Uh, two things. First of all, we have a webpage on the town site okay. that's called callingword.ca. <laughs> callingword.ca. And there they'll find all kinds of resources, a blog, um, poems that people have submitted. So that's a great place to start. If somebody wants to reach out to me, my email address is poetlaureate at Collingwood.ca, okay. and Laureate is L-A-U-R-E-A-T-E, at, at Collingwood CA, and I'd love to hear from anyone. Fantastic. Damaril, what a pleasure to meet you. Again, congratulations. Looking forward to some very much more over the next two years, you being our Poet Laureate. Uh, Tanya Mazza, thank you again for joining us. What a great idea. This is going to be a lot of fun. It will be a lot of fun. If folks have any questions about uh, the Poet Laureate program or just anything to do with arts and culture in our community, where should they reach you? They can reach me at arts and, cu- arts and culture at collingwood.ca. Tanya Mazza, thank you so very much. Uh, Damiro, thanks for being on Talking to the Town. Thanks for letting me share the word. Thank you.